0: Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Mark Stuchowski Podcast, the show that's all about helping you perform at an optimum level. I am Mr. Productivity, and it is my obsession in life to teach you how to be a more productive version of you. And One of the ways I'm doing that is I'm holding a free live webinar on Saturday, April 18th, at 11 a.m. Eastern. I'm calling it How to Be Productive Every Day. The webinar will be live. There will be no slides. It'll just be me teaching on camera and there will be no replay. So if you'd like to know how to be productive every day, sign up for the free live webinar Saturday, April 18th. You can go to my website, mrproductivity.com, M-I-S-T-E-R, Productivity.com, Click the banner at the top of the webpage or on the podcast player, go to the show notes. The link will be there as well. So I wanted to give you a framework on this episode of the Mark Stuchowski podcast of what my day typically looks like. Now I know nobody's days are alike. We all have different tweaks. We, some work at home, some work, on, you know, at a job. Some people are quarantined. Some people are not quarantined. Some people are night owls, but I wanted to give you a framework of what my day looks like. And so you can look at this framework and you go, okay, well, I like how he does this. I'm gonna implement that, but I don't like how he did this or I can't do that. So this is just a framework. I'm just sharing with you what my day looks like. Now, my all my day all starts out at 5 a.m. Back on February 4th, I decided after reading Robin Sharma's book, The 5 a.m. Club, to join The 5 a.m. Club. Now, I've been doing it for... 65 days, I think now. And I am so used to getting up at five o'clock in the morning. I cannot imagine not getting up at five o'clock in the morning. I'm getting so much more done getting up at five o'clock in the morning. But sometimes, and I'm talking very rarely, I need to be woken up at five o'clock, very rarely, about 1% of the time. So I always have my Apple Watch alarm set for 5am. Now, 99% of the time I wake up before the alarm, but there's that 1% because I want to sleep past 5am, the alarm does go off. Now, the first thing I do when I wake up is I get out of bed. This is key. Get out of bed, put your feet in the ground, stand up, and then make your bed. Now, if you have someone else in the bed with you, you may have to modify, but I'm sharing what I do when I get out of bed. So get out of bed. Put my feet in the ground, make the bed. I immediately turn all the lights on in my bedroom. Why? because light tells the body it's time to wake up. Darkness tells the body to go to sleep. So I want my body to realize it's now time to wake up. Now, after I take a quick bio break, I come back and I sit in the chair, which is right next to my nightstand, which is next to my bed. Now, this is not a chair that's fluffy and comfortable and all kinds of cushions. It's like a rigid chair. I I don't want to doze back off. I want to get on with my day. So the first thing I do is I grab my Bible and I read. I read the Bible every day, every year, cover to cover. I've been doing it for six years now. I read my Bible, then I read two devotionals. That's that's my morning um, spiritual journey, if you will, for lack of a better term. That's what I do. Then after I finish that, then I grab my high-performance planner, which is uh, – created by Brendan Burchard. I highly recommend this planner. It's available at Amazon. I have been using this for about a year and a half now, the best planner I have ever used. And if you want to know why, really quickly, it's more than just a planner. There, You can plan your time there, but he's got a spot for morning prompts. So you start your day intentionally. And then in the evening, he's got a a part for evening prompts to reflect on what kind of day you had. So I fill out my high performance planner first thing in the morning. Now, when this is all done, then I pick up my iPhone and I post, not consume on social media. Yes, this is possible. So for example, this morning, I this episode came out. So I posted on like LinkedIn and Pinterest and whatnot. I posted on social media, About this episode, I didn't consume social media and a lot of people use like social media, but they don't, they use the words, but they don't distinguish. Are you posting to serve your audience or are you consuming? There's a big difference. So I'm not consuming social media in the morning. I'm only posting. And when I finish with that, my next thing is I go, I'm off to feed the zoo. We have a two-year-old puppy and two geriatric cats. I make sure they're all settled and the litter boxes scooped. Everything is taken care of in that first hour from 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. At 6 a.m., I'm out the door. If you've been listening to this podcast for more than this today, you know I'm a daily runner. I have run over 900 days in a row. Let me check my my phone right now. Uh, now I'm saying this now because this is coming out on Thursday, April 9th, and I'm going to assume that I ran today. So I'm up to 954 days. Today would be day number 955, assuming that I didn't get abducted by aliens during the night. So I run for 30 minutes because I'm an owner of an Apple Watch, as I alluded to earlier. And If you're not familiar with the Apple watch, they've got this thing called rings. And one of the rings is exercise. They want you to exercise at least 30 minutes a day. And so I could run one mile a day because my goal is to run one mile a day every day for the rest of my life but I choose to run for 30 minutes. Now, depending on how fast I'm running each day, I can run between 2.9 and 3.2 miles. It depends. Some days I'm running real fast and some days I'm running kind of slow, but I always run for 30 minutes. Now, when I come home, I will cool down And while I'm cooling down, that's when I'm posting on social media again, not consuming, posting on social media, the statistics on my run, I post it on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Facebook and such that. And then I record a video on TikTok, which I then chop up into 15 second increments and post that on Instagram. And then I share it on Facebook and Twitter. Again, I have not consumed anything on social media. I've only posted. Now, the last thing I do in the six to seven o'clock hour after my shower, when I'm cooling down after my shower, because I tend to like showers on the hot side, I check email for the very first time. So I've been up nearly two hours and I haven't checked email until now. 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., it's breakfast. Now, for some reason, some people want to know what I have for breakfast. So I'm kind of like a boring guy when it comes to breakfast. I eat the same things all the time. So I alternate between two breakfasts. One is avocado toast with scrambled eggs and two or three plant-based sausages because I'm vegetarian. And other days I have pancakes with a massive amounts of syrup. Don't judge me. That's just the way I do things. And after breakfast, what I do is I, I work on social media until nine. Again, I'm not consuming at this point. I still have not consumed on social media. I am still posting only not consuming. Now, now we get into the rest of my day from nine until 950. Yes, I did say 950. And the reason why I say 950 is one of my long distance mentors is the aforementioned Brendan Burchard. And he talks about how he works for 50 minutes and he takes a 10 minute break. He gets up, walks around, jumps around, you know, gets the blood flowing. And so I schedule my days in 50 minute increments, except for like podcast interviews and coaching calls and stuff like that. So from nine to nine fifty, I usually am involved in training. Um, usually a course I've already taken or some other course that I want to learn. Okay. Now the training could also be, I want to learn SEO. So I'm watching this particular SEO's experts, YouTube videos that all falls in the nine to nine fifty. Now, after my 10 minute break at 10 o'clock, then I switch over to personal development. Now you can make the case that personal development and training are the same, but I separate them. Personal development for me usually involves reading a book right now. I'm reading a book called the Google story. I'm fascinating. Fascinated how Google got started and how they came up with Gmail and all this other stuff. Have you ever heard of Frugal? By the way, it's in the book. It's really fascinating. I'm not going to go into it here. So that's what I do from 10 to 10:50. 10:50, I take another 10 minute break. From 11 to 11:30, this is where I'm checking in, engaging, and consuming on social media. Now you notice this: 11 a.m. I have been up for six hours and I have not consumed anything on social media. This is very important. This is how I get so much done. I actually schedule time to check in, engage and consume social media, just a 30 minute increment. Now, be honest with you, the first thing I'm going to do when I get on social media is I'm going to see if anybody's commenting on any of my posts. That's the first thing I do. So if that takes me 30 minutes, I don't consume any social media. And guess what? The world doesn't end. 1130 to 1230, I eat lunch. After eating lunch, I will either take a walk visit with my wife, or if I didn't get enough sleep the night before, which sometimes happens, then I will take a nap. 1230 to five, that's a big chunk of time. That's four and a half hours. And the reason why that's a big chunk of time is because it depends on the day. Now I conduct interviews for the Mark Stuchewski podcast on Mondays and Wednesdays, and guests can choose a 1 p.m., a 2 p.m., a 3 p.m. or a 4 p.m. slot. Each interview takes about an hour. After each interview, it takes me about an hour for post processing. Now, if I'm not doing a podcast interview or recording a solo episode like I am here, then I may take the stuff I did in the morning and put it here, like training, personal development, and social media posting, not consuming. But I also may include a walk. If I didn't go at walk, if I didn't go at lunch, a 15 minute break somewhere in there, time to write my weekly newsletter, the Mark Stucheski Insider. Planning for upcoming episodes of the Mark Zucheski podcast. Also coaching calls, pre-interview calls. Every guest, unless you're an A-lister like an Oprah or a Bill Gates or a Barack Obama or something like that. Everyone's got to go through a pre-interview. It's just to make sure I know who you are, that you have a personality. Yes, I can go to your, your, your podcast and your YouTube and your Facebook, but I want to talk to you in real time because I don't script my questions in the podcast. I want to make sure you can like live in the moment. And, and then I also allow myself toward the end of that 1230 to five block to check email one last time. 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. It's a dinner with my wife and a post-dinner walk. And then from 6 until 9, my wife and I watch TV. Never, ever live. We have a TiVo. We don't have cable or satellite, by the way. We don't subscribe to Netflix or Hulu, although we did get Apple TV Plus for a year. Not a lot on there, but we have that. in Verizon, not a sponsor of the show, gave us um uh, Disney Plus for a year because we're Verizon limited customers. But we only limit our shows from 6 to 9. And we never watch them live. And of course, if you watch something streaming, you don't have commercials anyways, in most cases. And now the exception is on Saturdays when we're not having a global pandemic, then we're going to Bible study in church on Saturday nights, nine o'clock. This is very important. Nine o'clock, all screens are off TV, iPhone, iPad, MacBook, everything's off. And I will read after I get ready for bed, you know, brushing your teeth and stuff like that. I will get ready for bed. And then I'll read a print book for 15 to 30 minutes, okay? This is my body's signal that it's time to go to bed. So I'm not surfing social media. I'm actually reading a book. Now, something that several people have talked about, Dr. Matthew Walker, I talk about him all the time on the show. Hopefully someday I'll have him on the show as a guest in his book, Why We Sleep, or Arian Huffington's book, The Sleep Revolution, or Brendan Burchard, you need to set yourself up for sleep success. You need to have a cool room. You need to have a dark room. You know, I like white noise, so I have a fan blowing in my room. I like—I have this thing about air moving around. It could be 30 degrees outside here in Houston. You know, a couple of weeks during the the year, during the winter, we get cold. I've got to have it cold, and I've got to have it air moving around. I don't like air not moving; it drives me insane. It's one of my idiosyncrasies. And so, set yourself up for sleep sleep success. Now, my goal is sometime between 9:30 and 10, I'm in bed. Now. I hope it's closer to 930 than to 10. But this goes back to what I said earlier about taking a nap. If I don't sleep very well, sometimes like a couple nights ago, I was exhausted and my body goes, we're so so tired, we're so tired, we're so tired, we're sorry, but we're so tired, we can't sleep. You ever been so tired, you can't go to sleep. So what happens with me, maybe not you, but with me is when I am so tired and I can't go to sleep, then I get anxiety because I can't sleep. And then I get more anxiety because I can't go to sleep. It just becomes a domino effect that gets worse and worse. And so those days I've got to take a nap, but I try not to take a nap unless I absolutely need to. I use I, I use an app called auto sleep. And if it doesn't say a hundred percent, then I will take a nap. Now, if I feel pretty good at 1130, 1230 during my lunch hour, I will just go through because you don't want to take a nap. You want to always be up by your, from your nap by 3 p.m. The latest. If you sleep, get up after that, you'll have trouble sleeping at night. And then, if all goes well, I sleep seven hours from 10pm to 5am. So that's what my day is. Now, couple things I didn't talk about. One, I didn't talk about what I ate for lunch. Or for dinner. I'm very predictable for breakfast, but lunch and dinner, sometimes it may be a what I call a big butt salad. It's just a massive salad with all kinds of colored peppers and cucumbers and tomatoes and cheddar cheese and you know hard boiled eggs. That's what I call a big butt salad. Sometimes I have that. Sometimes I have a plant-based burger with fries or chicken, uh, chicken nuggets, plant-based chicken nuggets with fries, or I'll have vegetarian beans. I'm kind of, or I have, um, uh, three kinds of pizzas. I like it's, uh, it's obviously cheese pizza. Uh, I like margarita pizza and there's one that's got spinach and alf- Alfredo cheese or Fredo cheese or something like that. So I'm, I'm kind of like a boring person. I'm really easy to shop for, for meals. Um, the one thing I do, I do fall down on is I love, 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 love ice cream novelties. I love, see, I won't get a gallon of ice cream because I'll sit there and eat a whole gallon. So I allow myself to have ice cream novelties because you just eat it and you're, okay, you're done. So that's basically what I do during the day. And I will tell you, my days are never the same. And I do work seven days a week. Now, I am not a welder. I'm not a mechanic. I don't have to climb mountains. You know, I'm not a pilot. I'm not a trucker, all admirable uh, admirable occupations. And of course, let's not forget the healthcare workers who are helping us during this pandemic we're dealing with. So I can work seven days a week. Now, I don't work all day on Saturdays and Sundays, but I always am involved on social media. I may get an idea for an email. I may get an idea to create a webinar. And I'm one of these people, I got an idea to do something, boom, I go create it. That's just the way I am. That's why the webinar I am going to be having on Saturday, April 18th, at 11 a.m. Eastern called how to be productive every day. I believe that idea came up on a Saturday and I created it on a Saturday and I announced it on a Saturday. So these ideas keep coming and I just implement them. Now I don't work as many hours on the weekend as I do during the weekday, but I love what I do. I mean, I seriously love what I do and I hope you do too. And I hope this episode really shed some light into how I do it. Now, if you listen to another high performer like Brendan Burchard, his day is going to look totally different. Of course, he's a lot bigger than I am in terms of audience. And he's been doing a lot longer than I have. Everyone's day is going to look different. So I wanted to share what I do with you. So you can go, Hmm, I like some of what he talked about. Some of the, I didn't like, I'm going to tweak this about my day. I'm going to try this. That was the whole point of me sharing my day with you. And I could tell you that if I did this episode every day for a week, I'd probably talk about something different because I'm always trying different things because I'm always learning. I'm a student of productivity first before I'm an expert. I'm always learning, including from you. So if you've got something you want to share about your routine during the day, Here's what I want you to do. Either DM me on social media or go to my website, mrproductivity.com. Click that contact tab and share with me because I am truly a student first. Now, before I go again, don't forget to sign up for the free live webinar I'm hosting for you on Saturday, April 18th, 2020 at 11 a.m. Eastern time. It's called How to Be Productive Every Day. It's free. It's live. It's me on camera talking. No slides, no replay, massive value. So go register, tell your friends because I am anxious to give you lots of value on the 18th. If you're listening to this after after the 18th, well, I'm sorry you missed it, but you know what? I'm gonna be having another one really soon. So just stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchowski Podcast. Until we meet again, my friend, go be productive.